0: Welcome to the New Life Digging Deeper podcast, where we take Sunday sermons a step further, giving you the opportunity to gain greater understanding and ultimately grow your relationship with Jesus. Hello, everyone. We're glad you joined us on the Digging Deeper podcast here at New Life Church. My name is Cody Gesser. I'm the worship pastor here, and I'm joined with Brian Wilmarth, our senior pastor, our fearless leader. <laughs> <laughs> Good to be with you all. I was gone last week. And, yes, you were. Uh, I enjoyed that you and your wife, Jess, I enjoyed it discipleship too. Well, you, no. director. <laughs> yeah, you enjoyed I was gone. I appreciate that. Such a kind I know, and right? uh, <laughs> compassionate leader. That's right. Um no I'm glad you're back. It, it was good. good. It yeah. was good hearing you guys. You guys did an awesome job with it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that was cool. And yeah. I'll actually be gone next week so we're going to have to kind of pivot there. Yeah, right, right. As well. But this week, um, we continued in the Sabbath series. And as we've been talking about um, with just the preaching style and what we're going Mm, after here is we want one big idea each week. So what was that big idea? And what is that one thing you hope that people walked away with Mm -hmm. from this past weekend?
1: Yep. Big idea was that Jesus gives us Sabbath for our good. And uh, hopefully that was clear. And you could even remember me saying that or or hearing that in the message. Um, And the thing that I hope people took away from that idea is that sabbath um it's it's not a burden it's not Mm -hmm. um something that's like okay sabbath and i gotta figure it out and it just feels like uh like it's actually something that's awesome and uh, the tagline that you had come up with for the whole series like it's a gift it's something that's created for us and we want to celebrate that and and that's a good like it it should feel like a birthday party it should feel like christmas like that kind of kind of feeling so um that's what i'm hoping people walked away with just that feeling that sense of this is a good thing and i want i want it i want to enjoy it i want to enjoy the lord um and what he brings in it mm-hmm. so yeah that that freedom from burden and that joy that comes with it that's what i really hope people walked with
0: yeah it's so interesting um mark two twenty-seven, where it you know, it, towards the end of the passage that you pulled out was the mm. Sabbath made for man, not man made for Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And as you were just talking about joy and feeling those things, I think we can get that. Yeah. You mm. know, from the the head, head level. side of it. Yeah, yes. the head side mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. But we constantly don't act that out. And, mm. Yep. Or we'll start to and think we get it, and then we'll get out of it, and then we get really rigid with it, and I have to have this yeah. thing. And yep. um, we struggle with experiencing that. And why do you think that is? Hmm.
1: Yeah. I think uh, drawing from my own experience, but also a bit from my pastoral ministry experience too, I think there's, there's something about it that um, we as human beings, we – um, like when we think about the law, and oh, this is this is something I've got to do. I, I I have to to keep it. I have to follow it. And there's something about like viewing that as as a as a burden or as oppression. And even maybe then associated with like the God, like God, the view of God in that he he like he's a slave driver, or it's like I have to please him or else like that kind of thinking. I think is sometimes rolled up in this because I mean the Sabbath is one of the ten Commandments mm-hmm. and um, I think we hear commandments oh I have to do it and we we feel that pressure that like this is this is important significant and and if I don't do it then then something bad will happen um, and I so I think it is a, a view of the law in, in the Bible a view of God as maybe like a taskmaster that we have to please um, I think there's something about that. Um, and I think also maybe from our side too, um, we like to control things. I, I, I've, I think we've talked about that before and for us, like if, if I know what's expected of me and I can do it, then I know I'm good. Or mm-hmm. it's like, it, it's in my hands. Yeah. Like I can, I can bring about the, the outcomes that I'm supposed to bring out. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of thing, um, that's we f- we like that we feel comfortable. We want to sit on in the pilot seat. We want to drive. Mm-hmm. We and when we know that we can do something or we can get to a destination and it's in our hands, there's something about that 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 feels good to us. We yeah. feel like we're we're good enough. So I think I think all of that kind of stuff is probably wrapped up in it for
0: us. We just really struggle with accepting that something is given to us and we don't have to earn it. Yeah, and I was just. Just thinking about that, just in general, we—that is so so challenging. Um, even everybody, like you, do something nice for him. He always jokes like, "I don't want to have to owe you anything." Yeah, you yeah. Know, kind of like, yes. But we do kind of yeah. live in that place, and we live in a culture and a world where, like, experiencing grace is really challenging. Mm-hmm. And so, in the same way that. The gospel is countercultural. Like accepting it, truly, mm-hmm. it, it feels so countercultural. So it's so hard for us when the world around us doesn't operate yeah. this way at all. Yes, and then trying to turn ourselves mm-hmm. into being able to operate that way. Yeah. And I just said it, trying. Yes, to turn. there it is. There it is. <laughs> yes, yeah, that striving kind of language. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, and it's interesting you bring up like giving, like or, or in receiving. I, I mean, I don't know if most people you probably have been in a scenario similar to this where maybe you're at a restaurant you're with friends or family or whatever and it's like oh i'm going to buy it I was, oh no 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 you don't need to pay for us and and then you kind of have this fight of like who's going to pay for the check or whatever and 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 sometimes it's like you know maybe you split it or or i'll get the tip you know something yeah. like that and we just can't we <laughs> can't, can't receive it. a gift can we we just don't do yeah. that and um i don't know there's something Maybe it's an American thing, I'm not sure, but Yeah, I don't it,
0: know. That's a good question too. Yeah. Um we
1: just we don't like to receive and I think it's because we don't want to feel like we're in debt. Yeah. to somebody else. Like your friend says yeah. like, "I don't want to owe you anything." And um there we don't see that um the freedom of giving and receiving um the goodness that that can be when done in a healthy kind of way, like um yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard for us to accept that.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Um so, because probably because of our own lens, we view it then as a have to versus yeah. to get to, and that was mm-hmm. kind of my question, just to ask you, yeah. like, you know, what is it about Sabbath you think that makes people view it as a have to? And we see multiple times in Scripture, it's it's a gift for us.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, and 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 back to that kind of view of like we we like to control and. Um, manage the expectations. Like, I want to be able to come through what's expected of me. So I think that's where we get this have to kind of thing. Um, I have to keep the Sabbath. It's one of the rules. It's one of the laws, uh, 10 commandments kind of thing. And this is what God tells me to do. And I have to be obedient. And obedience is good. Like Following what he, he offers us is good. But it's the reason we, we have to be obedient is because we feel like we've got to measure up we we've Mm -hmm. got to do that and Mm -hmm. i think that's again that's i've experienced that in my own life my own heart like i have to measure up so i'm going to do what's expected of me and so i have to keep sabbath versus like receiving it as a gift it's a get to it's a joy it's a it's a a a lightness that like that kind of feel that's what sabbath really is meant to be um, and I, I, think back to like, uh, maybe in a good example of Psalm one and two, it's, um, the, the, f- the opening of the whole Psalter and, and you just, you see it as a good introduction to everything that you find in the Psalms. But, uh, blessed is one who, who meditates on the, the Lord's law day and night. Like that feels weird to us. Like, Mm-hmm. meditate on the law like and we probably think of like federal law and these boring kind of legal documents, but what god intended for the law to be was a life-giving kind of thing here's the way to the good life or to to a deep rich life with me um and one that honors me and honors people and loves well like the one who meditates on that is like a tree that's planted by a, a stream of water like there's flourishing there's life there's vibrance um that's that's what Sabbath is meant to be. It's a get to. It's meant to feel like that, and so often I don't think we interpret it that way or receive it that way. It's a it's a debt. It's a it's a measuring up kind of thing. I got to do it right or else kind of mindset, and that's not what God wants for us in Sabbath. So to me, I, and I love that question: Is it a have to or versus a get to? Um, that really just helps me remember its purpose and remember my posture in it. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's what I'm hopeful for people when they wrestle with that question. Is that how they're they're processing it?
0: Yeah. In Jesus came to fulfill the law. Mm, yes. In how do you handle Old Testament writers who didn't have the New Testament?
1: Mm, yeah. In
0: reading that. Mm-hmm. And not I think that sometimes might be why people struggle because sometimes yeah. you're reading yeah. through the old testament, like, oh my goodness, you know, yeah. you feel oh, like gosh. that. <laughs> how can I possibly live up to these things? But mm-hmm. then you also know the end of the story. Yeah. But how do you allow those things to collide?
1: Mm. Yeah. I think um I think one thing that we can Sometimes miss we, there's a there's a cultural gap with when it comes to the Old Testament the Old Testament law there there is a legalism that I think we can relate to and probably often experience ourselves like oh the law and it's hard and who can measure up to this yeah I think they felt that and um, l- looking at Romans I think it's Romans chapter three or Galatians three like the law is meant to be a a, a tutor an instructor like someone who's helping bring us along until the point in which we understand Jesus and and what he came to do. And he shows up on the scene. So like, that's what Galatians three kind of talks about Mm -hmm. this. It's a tutor. It's a guardian an instructor. Hmm. Um, And I think the old Testament writers, many of them or all, I bet most, if not all of them knew to some degree, there's more here than just keeping the law as a checkbox. Like, you, you see that there's echoes all the way through the Old Testament of this pointing forward. And that would mm-hmm. that's sometimes missed on us because we don't get all the subtleties of yeah. Hebrew and Hebrew style and the way they wrote books back then and all that stuff. Um, like our style is very different. And so I think we missed some of that. There was a foreshadowing constantly mm-hmm. to there's something coming. There's more coming. There's And you see that as especially we, we arrive to David, his story, the promise that God gives to David, like there will be one from your line who will sit on the throne forever. There are a few of these moments where it's like, God's talking about something big here. Right. And they're longing for that. Mm -hmm. And so I do think the Old Testament writers themselves, but the Old Testament itself is pointing forward. And it takes time for us to like, Begin to see that clearly
0: and know how to connect those dots. Uh, yes, yeah.
1: exactly. It's it's not it's not just you'll be able to read it and get it automatically. Yeah. You you do have to do a little work at it, but it's knowable. Mm-hmm. And taking the time to learn and to pay attention and to see with the right kind of eyes mm-hmm. how it's doing that. Yeah. So yeah, the Old Testament can be really difficult, uh, especially for modern readers for us. Yeah. Um, but taking the time to see it on its own terms. You you detect and see how it begins to work forward towards this yeah. moment of Jesus and yeah and yeah
0: yeah. It, I yeah. just had this thought too. I have a friend who was telling me after reading through the Bible multiple times, mm. that's when you start to connect those dots yes. a lot. And, yes, um, yeah. So it's a good encouragement. Yeah, right, right. U- urgent for everyone is yeah. As you're passing through there and you're starting back over mm-hmm. every time, it's constantly revealing. The Holy Spirit reveals more to you, but yeah. being able to connect those dots. Means you gotta, yeah, you gotta know what's in it.
1: Yep, exactly right. And so I, I mean, I can't stress the importance enough of, of just reading it daily and and regularly. Not to okay, you have to read so much, and I spent forty five minutes and look at all that I did, but more just soaking in it and 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 allowing mm. it to to just work, you know, the ways that it can and and allow us to sit with it in mm. um, new ways every time we come to it. I think there's just that that growth that happens over time. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Understanding that full redemptive story. Yes. Um, yeah.
1: And maybe that's one good thing to like what you just said there is really helpful. This is one story. And sometimes mm-hmm. I think we read it as disjointed stories. Like Very this sure. doesn't have to do with the next thing or, you know, a couple of books, but it is, it, it's telling one story in multiple parts. <laughs> and so keep that in mind.
0: I just and, imagining the author's like, Oh, they'll be able to use this book for a good, like series on faith. <laughs> right? Right? Then, you know, like it was never written. <laughs> yes, like, exactly. Then they could jump over here That's and right. that scripture. Let's talk man. about
1: prayer in this one. Yeah. Right?
0: <laughs> Yeah, thanks for uh going down that rabbit hole yeah, with me. I had yeah, that thought halfway through. Um mm. I, you answered that well. Um so you did a good job explaining to us how some of us are actually experiencing Sabbath together, mm. you know, as a family yeah, as or a family. as couples yep. Yep. or yep. you know, yep. if you have a different situation in your home. Sure. Um and allowing us to understand that you, like you said, you went running before church yeah, you know, right, and right. like, you're not going to be like, Hey Jess, do you want to go for me, a run? Guys. You know, like yes. the Sabbath or yes. whatever that looks like, just yeah. recognizing that. Um, but on the ground speaking, putting up uh, boots on the ground, um, what's some good advice you have for that? And, mm. and mm-hmm. is it just always going to be some sort of balancing act or? Mm, yeah,
1: there's, there's probably some measure where there is some balancing, um, I think we shouldn't have the expectation like Sabbath is all about like getting back to a hundred percent or well, yeah. I mean it is, but it's one of those things I think we we have to be aware of other people. It can be we can practice Sabbath in a very selfish way. Hmm. Like it can be all about me and I think that misses the point. <laughs> um it's not just about me and and pure self-care or um like you know, which just what I need or want. I think we do have to be careful to pay attention to our kids, our our, our spouses, um, you know, our parents, our siblings, friends, the the people that we're going to be interacting with on the course of a Sabbath window. Um, and so I, I'm thinking about that. I think communicating, like just. Start talking with whomever. Like, hey, your advice is don't fight with your spouse on your Sabbath. <laughs> right? Exactly. Right. <laughs> you might you might be missing. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's gonna happen. That's probably gonna happen. But I would say um, it, it's a balancing act between finding activities that are helpful for you and also deferring or, or doing what somebody else is gonna benefit from. So you right. know, if like, hey, you know, your spouse or your kids, they want to go do this, and you're just like, oh, that's not really the most fun thing for me, but it's going to bring them joy. It's going to refresh them. There's going to be spillover onto you too. And, yeah. and the value of relationships, like value the relationship over the thing. Yeah. And I think finding our joy in that relationship, in the goodness that's happening there,
0: that's a that's a good measure. Um, and value, value the process too. Yeah, like that's this great. Will be kind of. I mean, it can be exciting to go and find things that you collectively like to do together as well. Mm-hmm there is that intentionality that
1: comes with that. Like, um, you know, again, I, I enjoy running and and my wife's not, not really big into that. Um, and so like, can we compromise? Like hiking is one example. It's like, it's not running, but like we're going cool places and she likes to do that. Like, Hey, that might be a great Sabbath activity. Our kids do okay with that. And so that could be a good thing for our whole family to, to participate in. Mm -hmm. Um, and then sometimes like my kids, they like to, to ride bikes, like, maybe I'll take them on a run with me and they're on their bikes. Like that kind of thing, just figuring out how do we get a little creative um, and be intentional all the way around to find something that works for everybody.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, Towards the application side of the Mm -hmm. message Mm -hmm. you talked about like choosing things. I think it was your second point was choosing things that are life giving. Yeah. Yep. And just to play devil's advocate here. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't get that. I don't want to be the devil's advocate. So like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, can we find a different phrase yeah, or whatever? <laughs> no kidding. I'm sure we'll have to ask Kirk. There Kirk it, probably yeah, has Kirk some Kirk weird has old one. thing that he could say in that instance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we joked about that at preaching team yesterday, like just what kinds of phrases that one oh, yeah. person to another might come up with. Absolutely. And...
0: <laughs> Absolutely. But to be the advocate of the darker side... Um, <laughs> So you said do things that are life giving, but how is that different from just fun things or things Mm -hmm. I like to do Versus, in? Is that maybe a part of it sometimes or Mm. um, versus being intentional about being in his presence and the different disciplines versus Mm -hmm. like, oh, this is life giving to me. Yeah. I think
1: if I, I, I would choose to err on the side of intentional, intentional time with Jesus like that, if I had to put those two things together, lean that way, that would be my suggestion. Um, life giving things can be fun. Um, but fun is not the measure for life giving.
0: Sure. Okay, like that's, that's I think that's a good sometimes
1: like, Hey, I love to sit and eat pizza and watch Netflix for, for a long time. <laughs> like, is that really life giving? Though you know, like, so fun's probably not the measure that we want to yeah. evaluate. But I, uh, I think, oftentimes those things. Brian which,
0: is saying Sabbath is not fun. That's right. It's boring. You should make sure
1: it's. Boring. <laughs> No, if it's boring. I, you're doing it right. That's right. That's right. No, I do think life giving things can be fun. So it's it is a byproduct. But if that's the way we're measuring, right. or if that's what we're yeah. shooting for, no, then I think that's great. We're probably missing it. I think that's it. great. Because um, what is truly
0: life giving? Yes, yeah,
1: and, and, fun and things. I mean, just theologically, like, Jesus is the source of life. Mm-hmm. And so, spending time in his presence, learning how to um, like be with him, feed off him, let him like fill you up. It does take time. It's not one of those things that just happens in an instant. Um, He—he's the one to whom we want to spend our time with and, and allow to like splash over us, like just who—who mm-hmm. who he is, all that he is. So, I think choosing intentional time with Jesus absolutely should be a part of your Sabbath go and do things you enjoy. Um, but if it's like, hey, I'm just going to spend 18 hours just doing a whole bunch of fun things and and, and not necessarily paying attention to how well they're filling you up, mm-hmm. then, then we might be missing something there. So fun often is a byproduct of what is life-giving, but really paying attention to the kind of things that you walk away energized from. Mm-hmm. And you feel ready to, like if you practice on Sunday, Monday morning you get up, you're like, I'm ready for the week. That's probably good Sabbath then. Um, what What's giving you um, a fill, what's pu- what's pouring back into you, and, uh, and particularly spiritual disciplines that help you spend time with Jesus. I think those are the kinds of things that we want to be pursuing and cultivating. I don't know if that gets at it enough, but fun's, no. ha- fun's no. good. Nope.
0: No, I like that. Yeah. I think that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been fascinated with, I think, being younger and in the church and stuff, at least what I grew up was more on like the legalistic side. Sure. And what's been freeing for me is recognizing how much God's fingerprints are on everything Mm, that you do. And even how you talk about remembering Jesus. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of different tasks that we can meditate on him and see him yes. in because yeah. it's almost like you're shortchanging him if if you don't you know mm. if you set this Ooh, yeah. over here and say like oh he couldn't have anything to do with this yeah. thing yeah right? oh that's good um yeah i don't know that he, could be yes, another he, he
1: is in everything and he's always working and and he's always present with us and um the beauty of his sovereignty is that he can he can do just about anything that would would lead us into him so like yeah it's Mm, that's a good comment. I really appreciate that. And I think, um, yeah, when it comes to remembering Jesus, um, it is finding ways to do that intentionally. Um, and for me, what that means is we're we're bringing to conscious mind. Like I'm able to like think clearly on some aspect of him or the story or whatever, and it helps just shape shape my view of the world. So, like an example. Um, that I can think of is uh, the Jews, the the Hebrews. They they practice the Passover meal every year, and they basically rehearse or replay that meal that they had that first night out of Egypt, and it reminds them of what happened, just factually, but also what it means, like, okay, we are set free because we were slaves and we had to hurry out and so we had to wear our clothes like this and be ready to, and that whole, whole time they're re- retelling the story, retelling the narrative and it's shaping them. Mm-hmm. It's helping them to see themselves, see the world through that story. Mm-hmm. God saved us. We are set free because of him. Like We are his people. Those are all ideas that they, every year, experience in that meal. And so I think a similar kind of thing of how do we remember Jesus Sabbath wise, like what, what retells the story, what reminds us of who we are in Christ. So reading the gospels is a great place, like, or, or any part of the Bible, but, um, what, what helps us step into that reforming our, our thinking, re retelling the story in a different way or in the same way to allow us to see differently. Um, That's kind of what I have in mind when it comes to that remembering Jesus piece.
0: Because you talked about remembering Jesus in the way of the Old Testament, which is what Mm. you were just briefly Mm -hmm. speaking on. Yes, yes. And that's the keep, observe, and follow. Yes. And do you want to explain that just a little bit more? Yeah,
1: yeah. So remember um, the word... In the Old Testament is not simply just to bring to mind, as in, like, oh, okay, I kind of remember when I was six years old and this mm-hmm. happened. Cool. Um, but it actually has that more loaded Passover meal kind of thing, like remember mm-hmm. and retell that story. And so um, I don't know if those three words are the. Best to, to help us get at, but keep observing. Oh, I really,
0: up. I actually really like awesome. that a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was kind of hoping on Sunday that you would sit down sit, more. On, sit on it. Yeah. Because I think fair. that's a yeah. really nice tool for people to kind of walk with mm-hmm. that helps you break that paradigm in our heads of mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I kind of think I remember that. Cool. Yeah. yeah. But like, no, actually, keep hold that thing. Yes. Like, look it over. Yes. And then like follow based on like yes. what happened.
1: Yes. There. And that and that is, again, back to the Passover idea. It's they retell the story and so that they can now live differently. They can follow him more more faithfully or, or you know, it's just it's changing how they're viewing things. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of remembering that we, we want to do um maybe one similar kind of thing like if you go to um, a memorial or you know some kind of museum like the holocaust museum very like you walk in you feel you read what happens you you, you experience it in a, just a little bit of a way that mm-hmm. helps you understand like this was a tragedy this was a terrible thing and 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 then the next step is like we don't want that to happen again Oh, yeah. and, you know, and it just it changes us. It allows us to see just a little bit differently. So I think those are the kinds of remembering. It's not just oh yeah, I kind of remember. That's cool. Okay, move on. Um, it, it is a shaping through memory. Um, it's a it's a changing how we understand in the moment because of the past. Mm-hmm. And so keeping observing following, um, I think allowing the gospels, allowing Jesus, the 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 whole big story of the Bible to tell us this is who we are, this is who God is, this is the way the world works. And hearing that fresh, hearing that in different ways, and allowing that to be present on the Sabbath, I think is one of those best practices that does shape us to be kind, the kind of people who Sabbath well. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, keeping, um, observing, following is letting the story shape us. I think that's what's going on there.
0: It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I really loved that. Point, that application piece that you gave people remember Jesus um, and that's kind of what we're really hoping for our church right yeah and for and everything that we do mm-hmm. um, but that would be an encouragement you know we're about to end the podcast here for today but mm. just do it just start yeah. somewhere yeah, just start. you know yes. it doesn't have yeah. to be okay now we're gonna sit down and we're gonna plan and we're gonna mm-hmm. process mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's it's just not yep what we're trying to go after so carve out if it's an hour if it's two hours or whatever it's going to be and just kind of slowly see that and just Mm -hmm. slowly see how you can not regain your life back but put your life towards jesus and Mm -hmm. not be bondage to the different things that we so easily let ourselves slip into in today's Mm -hmm. culture
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and and even some of the simplest things like again i think we've referenced the phones quite a bit um Like just taking like, you know, I'm just going to set it aside for a few hours and that's going to feel weird probably for some people. But I think that is the kind of thing. Can we just little steps that might feel like big ones, but they will make a big difference, especially over time. So wherever you are, start and just take one next step. I was just
0: thinking about, I know I told you about the phantom limb thing with your cell phone. If you, there's just different amputees had talked about like similar. They could recognize the feeling of not having that. Mm -hmm. And then they said the same thing with cell phone. If someone takes it away, like you, some people feel like they're missing a limb. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so interesting it should be the exact opposite for us, right? Like when we're not in prayer and when we're not in our Bible, Mm. we should be feeling like we're missing a limb, you know, and want that in our lives. Yep.
1: Yeah, one of the things that we had talked about, but it hasn't really come into the series at all, but like the progression of discipline to desire to delight. Like um, if we create a habit, we build a discipline, Mm -hmm. that eventually over time, does just create that longing, that desire, like, I want it, I want to do it, I want, and and over time, further, we just enjoy it, we delight it, and when it's not there, it's like, oh, it's missing, and I I need it back in, and so I think that's the goal for what Sabbath and some of these mm-hmm. other things can be. Do it, keep doing it, push on, like, keep keep the long game in mind, and over time, you're gonna look back and say, like, oh, man, when I don't do it, now I'm lo- I miss it, and it should yeah. be here, and, and I think that's our hope that kind of
0: thing. And you remember the times where you had those moments. So like reading the Bible, you know, like there's Mm -hmm. just certain times where the Holy spirit, you know, really like clings it to you on something like, Oh man, I need to hear that, write that down, all that sort of thing. Um, But I had someone tag me in a video of a girl talking about, Basically, when we read our Bible, sometimes when we're like, "Oh man, I'm getting nothing from this," but she yeah. phrased it in a way of like saying, like, if you go and eat a meal and maybe you didn't like that meal as much, did it still nourish your body? Oh uh, yeah, which is good. really fascinating. Yeah. I was like that's a really good way to put yes. it. Yes, yes, and, and not to you know push down that yes. you shouldn't experience yes. something the all the time, like right? it, like, should, it should, yeah, yeah. But yeah. just recognizing that mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. it is okay.
1: There are gonna be times where you walk away like. Hmm, okay you know kind of meh but you still did it and like she mm-hmm. said like you're still getting nourished and it it's not always that we're gonna feel it or be consciously aware of it
0: there's good work that the Lord's mm-hmm. doing all the yeah. time all and the that time. might be the same for Sabbath I yeah. guess it's Yes, yes. Kind of I'd Lord say the same yep, yep for sure well, everyone, thank you for joining us. We're going to head out here, but yeah. we're glad that you uh, came and listened. And if you want to see us, <laughs> how do we end these things? I don't know. Right? I would totally go back and just delete this. This but is we'll the blooper just, part, right? Yeah, here. we'll just leave this as a blooper. <laughs> Anyways, know you're loved. Love we'll catch it. you guys later.
1: See ya.